Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Relentless Daring on Podbean.com. Welcome to Land of Bourbon and Bad Decisions. This is Tyler Morgan on Relentless.com. Uh, on RelentlessDaring.com. Oh my God, what a way to screw up my own intro. Um, so... I know I'm doing the live show in the middle of the week, and I was planning on doing my season premiere on Saturday. However, situations being what they are, I feel like I really needed to move the timetable up on this. Um. So I was going to talk, you know, all kinds of goofy stuff and make light of the politics like I normally do on Saturday. Discuss, you know, the Georgia runoff and all that that entails with losing those two seats. Then 2021 grabbed a twisted T and laid it upside the head of 2020. When a group of protesters rallying outside the Capitol stormed the fences, pushed past the Capitol Police, and stormed the halls of Congress. And I was at work when this was happening. I really could not sit and find all the videos to see what the hell was going on. Um, the uh, I, I'm at a loss. It almost felt like a 9-11 moment. Because you just watch what's going on. And in the case of, you know, my case, I was being on Twitter. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, the group DM that I'm in on Twitter, someone shares a tweet from Elijah Schaefer from The Blaze that people stormed the White House. And it's like, whoa, 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 wait. Or not the White House, the Capitol. And it's like, wait, people are storming the Capitol? Have we entered into a 
have we entered into the world of the boogaloo now where all of a sudden people are doing crazy crap and yeah we have um of course immediately oh this is Donald Trump's fault and I'm not going to try to absolve Donald Trump of any responsibility because I do believe that he does share in some part of it as does the Democrat as do. Oh my God. I am in the world of horrible grammar. I'm about to pull Josh Hawley and say, irregardless, but you know, so do the Democrats. So do the Republicans. They all have their bit of the weight to carry on this. But it's like, okay, crazy people are storming the halls of Congress. The, you know, the Senate and the House had just split up from their joint session to go start their two hours of debate on... Uh, the objection to Arizona's electors. So you had members of the House in their chamber, members of the Senate in their chamber, and all of a sudden, whoa, what, what's what's going on? Uh, Senator uh, Lankford from Oklahoma was giving, you know, his statement on the electors from Arizona would all of a sudden, oh my God, there's, there's people in the halls that shouldn't be here. And they had to lock down the halls. And it pains me to say that, yeah, there was someone killed. Um, right now it looks like a young lady was, uh, A young lady was shot and killed during all the mess. And, you know, you know, my heart goes out to her family. She was, yeah, Kim just chimed in on the chat room. Uh, she's an Air Force veteran, like four tours serving her country. And any loss of life in this situation would be horrible. Um, But at the same time, it's like you're storming Congress. What those, you know, uniformed Capitol police, those secret service agents, what they don't know is, are you armed? And all of a sudden you have a thousand people coming through the halls. They don't know what's going on. They have one mission and that is to protect those members of Congress, both Republican and Democrat against this kind of attack and to give up their lives to protect them if necessary. So 
while I am deeply, deeply disheartened at her loss and her death, the people you're seeing on social media right now who are just, they shot an unarmed woman, they're evil. I mean, put yourself in that situation. What do you do to protect those people with whom you are charged with protecting? It's absolutely tragic. And like I said, no one, no one wanted to see this. Um, Republicans are being demonized. And, you know, especially Donald Trump. Donald Trump released a video telling these idiots to go home. In the violence, go home. And Twitter deleted the video. Now, they wouldn't they wouldn't let people share the video or like the well, you could quote tweet the video. But you couldn't like the video and you couldn't just plain retweet it because it may cause violence. No. And there's starting to be some evidence that you know there were definitely agents of okay, there's starting to be evidence that there were agents provocateur in that crowd. Uh, there's several people involved with Antifa and BLM who were, you know, they're photographed. Uh, I'm sure many of you have seen the dude wearing the Buffalo, you know, headdress, you know, no shirt, all, you know, standing up in uh, Mike Pence's seat in the well of the Senate. You know, turns out that he was marching with BLM back uh, in Arizona just a few short months ago. Huh. Isn't that odd? Uh, The person who actually filmed the the poor lady who was killed and he actually he was on he was on MSNBC or CNN or one of those crazy channels and he he works with you know a an antifa friendly group I, I I had it pulled up here and it's just like it's like how how are we not seeing this for what it is? And it, it's it's awful that any of it happened. And if there were agents provocateur who got the crowd rallied, you know, got the crowd riled up and they were the first to go across the lines. When you get into a group that big, mob mentality really begins to kick in. So, yeah, maybe our poor Air Force vet was not there to cause trouble. Maybe she was not there to be a problem. 
but the crowd started moving forward and she went with it. It's what human beings do. However, it, it, it should have never happened. And then when Congress reconvenes, instead of going about and doing the people's will, doing and going back, okay, we still have this two hours that we have to discuss the Arizona electors. They spend two hours giving everybody two minutes to sit and lecture America. To lecture Donald Trump. To lecture Republican voters. To lecture those poor, those crazed conspiracy theorists. But no one sits and looks and goes, you know... We have people in this country, millions of people who have questions about this election. How about, for the sake of argument, we investigate these allegations. If it turns out nothing, nothing untoward happened, nothing untoward happened. Donald Trump lost the election. It was fair and square. We're overreacting. Got it. I am perfectly capable of living with that. Unfortunately, we have Donald Trump as the president at the moment. Donald Trump has never been known as a graceful loser. I mean, that's just a fact. What is going on right now is kind of the reason why I didn't vote for him in 2016. He worked really hard for four years to bring me around from a point of this dude is just another New York Republican who would be more closely resembled to, you know, a big city Democrat here in the Midwest. Why would I vote for him? He brought me a long ways. And with all the stuff that happened today, when calling for the violence to stop, he's still throwing out the election fraud stuff. Mr. President, read the frigging room. There is a time and there is a place. You spent the last two weeks telling people, come to D.C. on January 6th. Come to D.C. Come to D.C. You didn't tell them what to do. You left open-ended guidance. You got the people riled up.
And all it took was one, maybe just even one single solitary person to light the spark that set off the powder keg that was a a mob storming through Congress. Thinking about this today, the only thing I could even think of to best sum up what happened was the scene from Young Frankenstein. Yes, yes, I know. I'm discussing a serious topic, and I'm going to Mel Brooks. But it fits. After the monster escapes, after Peter Boyle's character has gotten out of the tower, and he's on the loose. Inspector Kemp tells the villagers, A mob is an ugly thing. It's time we had one. That's the only thing I could think of today, was we allowed a mob to form and to run roughshod through Congress. And then when they, like I said, and then they reconvene, Congress has, or the Senate, has the audacity to say some of the stuff they did. Chuck Schumer? Chuck Schumer lecturing Donald Trump. This was an insurgency. I'm sorry, what? This is an insurgency? Where were you when, during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, a bunch of protesters took over the Hart Senate building? Oh, well, those are peaceful protesters. Okay. Where were you when people were attacking federal buildings in Portland and Seattle? Where were you during those insurgencies, Chuck Schumer, or soon-to-be Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer? Where were you then? Who the hell are you to sit and tell Donald Trump that he allowed an insurgency to happen when your side and the media was 100% complicit in the exact same bullcrap all last summer? There was some jackass on Twitter talking about how Senator Josh Hawley has blood on his hands for what happened today. Senator Hawley has blood on his hands? What about CNN? What about MSNBC, ABC, CBS, all of them? Where's the blood on their hands? Ali Velshi in front of a burning building. Oh, what we have here is a, a mostly peaceful protest. Come on. All, all you can do is just look and say, holy hell. And on top of it, during all the madness, 
uh, it was reported that a pipe bomb. People talking about what happened at Congress as an act of terrorism, a frigging pipe bomb was left at the RNC building. But, no, that wasn't an act of terrorism. A legit act of terrorism. On Christmas morning, a dude blew his RV up in Nashville. Unfortunately, that's going to get memory hold and forgotten, a lot like the jackass who shot up the music festival in Las Vegas. We will never hear what happened with that. We'll never find out a true motivation other than, oh, the FBI was tipped off on it. But, um, yeah, kind of like when on National Treasure, after Nick, after Nicholas Cage steals the declaration and you have the uh, FBI lackey who tells the investigating officer that, uh, yeah, we had a tip on that a couple weeks ago. We didn't find it credible. Oh, well. The dude's dude's girlfriend calls in. Uh, He's building bombs in his RV. Yeah, well, we went and looked on the property, but he wasn't there and couldn't, couldn't get a search warrant. For a dude building, accused of building bombs in his damn RV. And then we're shocked when he blows the damn thing up in the middle of Nashville. Kind of like Congress. They spent the last four years. No, I'm, no, four years. That's an understatement. Congress on both sides of the aisle. I'm I'm going to be 100% on the level with this one. I'm not going to cast aspersions on one side or the other. I'm going to lay the blame where it belongs on both damn sides. Congress, for the past 20 years, on both sides, the House, the Senate, and I'm going to lay this at the feet of the Supreme Court, I'm going to lay this at the feet of every president since the year 2000, has run telling their constituents, I'm there for you. I'm going to represent you. I'm going to do these things for you. And we, the stupid lemmings we are, vote for them. We put them in because, yeah, they're going to balance the budget. They're going to expand whatever because we want that expanded if you're on the side of expanding the role of government. Well, those people, they they get what they want. But everyday people, small R Republicans, small D Democrats, we put these people into power And then once they're there, they turn us around and bend us over the table and proceed to give us their public service. It's 
Scuba Steve says, personally, I place some of the blame on the people who have allowed the government to continually lie to us and just keep voting for them because of the other side. Oh, absolutely. That's why I said I called us the stupid lemmings. You know, 2008. Well, I've got to vote for John McCain because that Barack Obama, blah, 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 blah. 2012. Well, I got to vote for Mitt Romney because Barack Obama, blah, 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 blah. I'm just as guilty of it. We, we all should be admonishing ourselves for allowing us to allowing ourselves to keep putting these people in the office. And then even when the ones that are supposedly on our side, you know, Mitch McConnell and his worthless turtle beaked mush mouth garbage. <laughs> I said I'm gonna vote for Romney. I won't lie. 2012 was a long time ago. A cup. A couple tours of Afghanistan and many, many, many beers ago. But you know when. I said, then freaking Mitch McConnell standing up there. Well, we will not be bullied. We will not be. It's like, dude, shut up. I am so sick of your face. And people of Kentucky, put him back in for another six years. Really, Kentucky, you can't find anyone better than Mitch freaking McConnell? We, we keep sending these people up because, oh, I'm the right man of the job. Scuba Steve, read, read my lips. No new taxes. Wouldn't be prudent. Mm-mm. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't raise your taxes. Wouldn't be prudent. We, we are the ultimate victims of our own gaslighting. We we are stuck in that situation where we allow it to happen to ourselves because, as was pointed out, we just have to beat the other side. And it's gotten to the point of we keep putting these assholes into Congress, into the presidency, to the point, and they, they just keep screwing us over to the point where the biggest people disenfranchising American voters, it's not the politicians passing laws that keep people from voting. It's the politicians. It's the media. They're the ones that keep driving us. and They keep pushing us further and further into each other's throats. 
And the people that we send up, because they say, oh, we're going to rein in the size and scope of government because that's the right thing to do, and we're going to pass a a burn-the-flag amendment so people who burn the flag will go to jail. We keep putting these people in because they tell us what we want to hear. We are co-dependents who are constantly getting beaten and abused by our alcoholic husbands. And then we ask for more. Uh, I know you, I know you blacked my eye last time, but you know, we send you to Congress again, you'll beat those Democrats. We do it all the time. It's ridiculous. And so then when people finally get sick of it, you get an outsider. In 2016, I hope to God that outsider who's actually going to stand up for what we believe in, for what I believed in, who's actually going to be, you know, somewhat principled when it came to the Constitution and the role of the president within the Constitution, Ted Cruz. No. The angry people had their say. The angry people who wanted to punch every establishment Republican in the face and then stomp on their foot for good measure, voted for Donald Trump. So he got the nod. You have the people on the left and the people on the right, the never-Trumpers. You have the media. Oh, it's Donald, Donald Trump is a problem. No! Donald Trump is as much a symptom of the actual problem as he is the problem. You don't want Donald Trump. You don't want people like Donald Trump. You don't want the you don't want the the iconoclast. You don't want the smashers of glass windows come in. Do your damn job. You have a constituency, Congress. Senators. You have people who send you into those higher offices for a damn reason. And then you turn around and punch them in the face. And then when we get mad at you because you're not doing the job we sent you to do, you punch us in the face again and tell us it's our own damn fault we got punched. And then we beg for more. Please, sir, may I have another punch to the jaw? And the media sits back and they wonder why the hell the right is so angry. I wonder why I'm so angry. I was telling my wife tonight, it's amazing. Now you see why I both hate politics and love it at the same time. Because I'm just a glutton for friggin' punishment. Kim says government and media are bullies. 
<laughs> Damn Skippy. And like I said, we are the codependent, beaten down spouse. We put up with it because, well, yeah, it's just things aren't going to get better. And, you know, if, if, if I just, if I just wouldn't say something about their drinking, they wouldn't hit me. Just, Scuba Steve says, Congress has succeeded in their goal, convincing the American people that we work for them. We allow them to convert from public servants to national leaders and given up our responsibilities and duties for bread and circuses. A freaking men. And if someone types a woman up there, I swear to God, I'm going to reach that screen and throat punch you. That's, a, that's another huge problem. We have a government that governed based on the consent of the governed. However, we have done more, far more than consent. We've abdicated. Now, every two, four, or six years, <laughs> The knights who said, nee, come on, man. You said before I could type it. <laughs> now, every two, four, six years, we decide, well, uh, do we want this? Do we want this spouse beater who's going to punch us in the face? Or do we want this guy or girl who's going to punch us in the face? And then we bend over and bend over and take it. We do this all the time. I'm not big on the whole New Year's resolution thing because, face it, no one ever follows through on New Year's resolution. You know, unless it's something like, well, it's another year that I haven't murdered anybody in their sleep. I mean, that's an easy one. I prefer to murder, murder them while they're still awake because. It's a lot more challenging when they're fighting against you. But this year, I'm going to put more energy into calling out these fools that we send to represent us at the state level and at the national level. Hell, I'll even go as far as these fools at the county and city level. Well, I don't live in cities, so I don't have to deal with that. I'm going to, I'm going to try to be more involved in, in the activism portion of it to find those leaders, the ones who, are like, you know what, I don't want to do this, but by God, somebody needs to go up there and straighten this mess out. Find those people who will actually stand for their values. Someone who will actually stand for our values. Someone who will stand for the friggin' Constitution. Even if the Constitution is going against our values, the Constitution's always damn right. That's who I want. I want someone who's actually going to stand and go, okay, I understand how you feel. 
But here's what the Constitution says. Kim says she's starting to feel like an anarchist. I think the government's too big and it needs to fail. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, is it Lauren Chen? Lauren Chen, I think, has the best idea. But if it if it comes down between civil war and national divorce, I prefer national divorce. Let's make it amicable. Let's not have blood in the damn streets. But we balkanize. The people in the Southeast, they they know more about how to govern the people in the Southeast than the people in New England do. So let the Southeast be their own country now. Let, let New England literally be the nation of New England. Let these let this nation break into pieces that can better govern itself than a central body thousands of miles away. <coughs> there was a reason our founding fathers did not want professional politicians. There's a reason George Washington did not want political parties. It's because professional politicians will stay in Washington. And they will forget or completely ignore the needs of their state and their districts. And so if the United, if the United States is going to fail, let it. I will fight like hell to keep it together as long as it, we can do it peacefully. But twere it to be done, twere best it be done quickly. We have people in government who, they just don't not like you. They hate you. And frankly, I'm on the point of rescinding my consent. I am worried that over the next two years, between now and the next election, you know, for for the House and one third of the Senate, we we won't survive that long. I don't know if we make it to twenty twenty two as a nation without seeing signs of okay well we've approved talks for you know you know Texas in the south you know Ozarks it <laughs> Scuba Steve. <laughs> no, there will be. 
I will not stand for that type of national fascism. <laughs> Terran Federation. <laughs> Terran Federation, service, guarantee, citizenship. <laughs> uh, for anyone who's listening along live or checking out the podcast, uh, this is a, th- that was a reference to Starship Troopers. Stick with the Heinlein novel, not the movie, just saying. <laughs> but we're at that point where like I said we have to be personally involved if like I said like I'm going to try to be more involved um former Missouri senatorial hopeful libertarian party uh, presidential hopeful Austin Peterson he's reviving Tea Party two point the Tea Party movement, the Liberty movement. As more stuff starts getting organized, I'm going to work to be involved. Because I've sat back on my own haunches and gone, eh, you know what? It don't matter. The people up there. Let's see. John Targaryen says, not sure what's being discussed. I assume you're at least touching in on what happened today. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, John. I was talking about that today earlier. Um, you missed the best angry rant, though. I'm, I'm just looking at my recording software here and seeing where the decibels got really big. <laughs> Uh, District Talk podcast says somebody's got to get America back on track, and right now this ain't it. I agree. Um, <laughs> MAGA. <laughs> John Targaryen, bottom line is if you're going to be in, be all in. Anything else is LARPing. A freaking men. Don't type a women or a woman. I see you, knights who say knee. I can feel it coming through the vibes. It could just be the bourbon talking. I don't know. <laughs> but no, we have to be way more involved. Like I said, for the longest time, oh, well, these people, these these people got it. Uh, Lady Die, is this a new time for podcast? Um, no, I, I was planning on doing this show on Saturday, and then Yahoo stormed Congress and completely screwed up my plans. Assholes. The fact of the matter is, we have to be involved. The only thing that we shouldn't be involved with is electing senators. <laughs> the only thing, that's what we should not be involved with. So if anyone wants to get 
So if we get the Convention of States going, repealing the 17th Amendment is number one on my agenda. So much of government has been screwed up through progressive era garbage. Again, like I said, the 17th Amendment, direct election of senators by the people. There's a reason they were chosen by the state at first. Just saying. But all of this is happening, and honestly, it's. I'm worried. As I said earlier, that here in a couple of years, we might not be an America that we recognize anymore. I sent an email out today to somebody who has been very influential on the things I do. And I'm worried that, you know, as, as an independent voice, as long as Podbean keeps taking my money to host this show, I will have a place here. What happens, though, when the means of distribution are lost to me? Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora. All If all that stuff goes, no, we don't like what you have to say, so we're not going so to you know, carry your RSS feed anymore. But hey, I, I, I still have a home, right? I mean, just because I can't distribute my voice doesn't mean I'm being shut down or throttled, right? And this gets into a whole Section 230 argument that, I don't know, I had a great interview with Jess Myers at the end of the last season. Go back and check that one out. Um, I don't fully agree with her, but she better explain the situation. (laughs) District Stock Podcast tells me still tell the truth, don't waver. Amen. Um, don't do it. I see you get your fingers off the keyboard. But yeah, this is a big thing. We can't waver. But I know right now, right now, I'm just incredibly disheartened um, because of all the crap that's been going on, all the all of the gaslighting by the media. Oh, they're not riots; they're peaceful protests. <laughs> Hmm. Don't mind me. I'm just reading a. All right. So I think this bears sharing. John Targaryen states, not that I'm all for an all out overthrow. 
However, there's clearly no reason to attempt to overtake a government building unless you had the wherewithal to do it wholeheartedly. Too many people want to take selfies while protesting for internet points. Say what you will, but at least Islamic terrorists are all in for their beliefs. We are effing pansies, me censoring, for the most part. Absolutely. Or or we're not or we're not the crazy committed leftists either. We're not the true believers. Yeah, district talks they wanted to get to members. Yeah, I fully believe they wanted to get to members. Um, as I pointed out, there was people there who have connections to BLM and Antifa. Now, were they? Just agents provocateur there to get the crowd riled up and start moving in? I don't know. I What would have happened if they got to Congress? Would just one Air Force veteran who got caught up in the moment be the only death that we had? I, I don't know. And that's what worries me is there's a lot of stuff I don't know. And I'm not going to try to. I'm not going to try to prognosticate on what's going on in this country right now or where it's going to end up, you know, once Joe Biden takes over on January 20th. But I hope and pray. that we have the that we have the strength to stand that we have the endurance to last and we have the wisdom to fight to make the fights that we can win that we will win and that we can keep building momentum and take this country back. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode. (laughs) Welcome back from 2020 vacation. Um, hopefully I'll be back again on Saturday night. And I've also got a few other things in the works. I'm trying to work out a thing with uh, Justin Robert Young from the Politics, Politics, Politics podcast, uh, discussing his Raise the Dead series that he's got out right now. Um, If you haven't listened to that, where he draws on the parallels of the Kennedy presidential run and the Trump presidential run 2016. Lady Die, where's the drinking podcast? Um, two more weeks. Two more weeks, Diane. Two more weeks. That that show's already done in the can, waiting to go live. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully I'll be back again on Saturday. Have have a season, have an episode one and two all in the same week. And again, uh, the Justin Robert Young thing. I'm currently working on 
He's a very busy man. He's involved in like five, six different podcasts. It's crazy. I don't know how he gets it all done in a week. It's nuts. But yeah, looking forward to, to having that conversation. Hope I can get a few more interviews uh, this season. <laughs> I have Diane so confused now. Damn. Um, but again, thank you all to everyone who came in in the middle of the week, not expecting the show to be on. Thank you so much. I'm glad you made it. Those of you who are listening on Apple, please do me four, four quick little favors. I'll ask four. Number one, subscribe. That way you are getting the update on this every time the episode posts. Number two, leave a five-star rating, please. I'm not going to beg you, but please, please leave a five-star rating. Then leave a nice review for step number three. And step number four, share this podcast. Send it to the people who you like. Send it to people who absolutely hate politics and you want to drive them crazy. Send this show to someone who's a leftist and you know will drive this will drive them absolutely bat crap crazy because hate and discontent are two of my favorite things. So please share the podcast. Thank you so much. Go to relentlessdaring.com. Once you go there, you'll notice that it is now the home of Relentless Daring Media Productions. <laughs> That's right. I've rebranded the website because now I have two shows. So go there and uh you can you know go shop, you can get uh, Relentless Daring gear and other merch. Uh, you can get Whiskey Pod, get Whiskey Pod stuff. You can find links to both the podcasts there. You can stream both of them from the website. Whiskey Pod, all you're going to find is a trailer. I'm telling you that right now. Um, Again, thank you all so very much. Cannot wait to be back. 2021, is this the year? That Smod kills us all. Please, God, let it happen soon. Thank you all so very much. And as always, stay relentless. This is Relentless Daring on Podbean.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.